This is the story of a house. Not any ordinary house, but a house where the family plot leads through a creaking front door, where spooky rooms stretch, and all foolish mortals are welcome. A house known as the Haunted Mansion. Welcome back, ghoulish. Ghoulish. I meant to say foolish mortals. I messed that up. It is what it is. Fine. Welcome back, everyone, to our episode. God. It's me, Beth, hanging out with my co-host here. His name's Greg. Whatever. Anyways, let's move on. <laughs> yes. Greg the ghoulish Worst mortal. intro ever, Beth. God. No. You know what? I think we can have our own version of Haunted Mansion, either fans or um, Happy Haunts, and we're the ghoulish mortals. We are the ghoulish mortals. <sighs> Whatever. There's probably oh, already like yeah. an Etsy store out there called Ghoulish Mortals Supply or something. <laughs> if not, TMTM, right? Anyways, yes. <laughs> welcome back, everybody. We have a fun episode today. I'm excited about it. It's the haunting of Disney Parks. <laughs> oh my God. If you could Listen, the crows in the intro made me think of something and I was like, oh, I have to tell Greg the story. You might laugh, but um, there's this like weird bird sound that I've been hearing like in the woods every now and then. And I'm like, I want to know what the freaky, like what this bird, like what makes okay. this sound? It's like a, I can't even do it. It's like, rawr, rawr. like it just sounds like nothing I'd ever heard before. And I'm like, I don't know what freaking bird makes this sound, but sometimes it's at night. Sometimes it's not, but I like can't, he, I can't see the bird. Well, the other day I walked out um, the front of the house and we had a bunch of um, like, we have a, bunch of kind of dead trees mixed in with mm-hmm. the woods around here around our house and there's just a bunch of crows like sitting on top of all these trees well i hear the sound and i look up and it's a black crow that makes this weird uh... sound i need to find like a clip of it to um because i don't know it's just something that i never heard before and i was like what in the world what freaking makes that sound and i got really <laughs> excited doug was like yeah cool beth anyway i'm like it's, the bla- <laughs> it's a black crow it's that's what it is it's the crow that makes that sound Oh, I got really excited just because I finally figured it out. And now I know when I hear it. I don't know. It's yeah. I mean, we don't, luckily, we don't have like a lot of trees where we are. Luckily, I say luckily because of like, you know, hurricanes. But um, so I don't have any mysterious birds. But every now and then I'll be walking around the house and hear a strange sound. And every time I'm like, where is that coming from? If you, I have a little uh, piece of audio. This okay. is what I hear. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows what that is? So, anyway, um, yeah, we're talking about some spooky stuff. This is not the first time we've done a spooky episode. We did do the haunting of Walt Disney World, where we focus mainly on Disney World stories Mm -hmm. that we've found. And, um, by the way, that was a long time ago. It may not feel like a long time ago, but it was a long time ago. Was that like a um, few years ago that we did that for around I believe that was 2020. Okay. 2020. Gosh, yeah, two Um, years. As if 2020 wasn't spooky and enough, you know we did a whole episode on we it. We really missed out because um, Disneyland has a lot of stories. Apparently, it's yeah. super haunted. So yes, it's like, okay, all right. But we're going to share yeah. some stories that we have today. We can't share them all because there's just a lot of them. But there's a we lot. found some good um, ones. Before we hop into some stories, yeah. I thought this is as good a time as any 
to revisit something related to the Haunted Mansion, mm-hmm. um, both both coasts of Haunted Mansion. Um, some of these audio clips we've played before, but in doing some research, I realized it was episode 54 when we last played these. This wow. is 191, so it was a while ago. Whew. Um, but you may you may know the name Paul Fries. That is the the gentleman whose voice is the ghost host mm-hmm. of Haunted Mansion. Um, no longer with us. Died kind of tragically. Actually, you can look that up. Um, won't talk about it here because it's kind of weird and insensitive, perhaps for some. Um, but anyway, there is uh, clips out there of his recording the original, um, you know, background music or or spiel yeah. for. Not the music, but the spiel for Haunted Mansion. And I wanted to to play those because I always find them so creepy. I just think his voice... I just always picture like a black and white... I just picture him in black and white sitting in yes. a studio smoking a cigarette smoking. with probably, yeah. um, probably a whiskey in front of him. <laughs> because the way that he's like pausing and talking, you're like, oh yeah, this is totally how this went. Like, this is totally how it was in the studios back then, I feel oh, yeah. like, so... I love this clip so, every time I hear it. Um, here's a, a couple of clips. So here's okay. the first one. These are all just him. He's in a studio, right? You'll hear a couple of buzzing sounds. That's like their version of the little clacky machine, you know, they like to, in, yeah. to indicate uh, cuts. Um, so here's the first little clip of Mr. Paul Freeze during his recording sessions for Haunted Mansion, like the original Haunted Mansion. The happy haunts are received of Faldrick Numbed to The happy haunts are Three. The happy haunts have received your sympathetic vibrations and are beginning to materialize for a swinging wake, and they'll be expecting me. See you all a little later. Now you can stretch it out of here. And then he's he got some instruction to stretch it out, so he yeah. goes a little longer. But it's weird one to hear a mess up, right? Because you just you're always yeah, so like used to hearing two. the polished, edited version. Yeah. And it's just him, right? This is his raw voice. This isn't, there's not a lot of production here in the sense that they've made it sound like echoey, like he's in a chamber or something. Straight up PF. That's Paul Freeze. Okay, here's another little clip of Pauly F. Okay, you're 16. <clears throat> well, then let's do this. Yeah. You want me to do it very bre- breathy like that? All right. Yeah. All right. When hinges creak in doorless chambers and strange and frightening sounds echo through the halls, whenever candlelights flicker where the air is deathly still, that is the time when ghosts are present, practicing their terror with ghoulish delight. Ooh. I don't even think that's the take that they used either. It's like, no, ooh, it's when not you hear in our current it. version. Isn't yeah. that sad? Because like, I've heard it so many times that I'm like, nope, that's not the one they used. That's not the one. <laughs> that's weird. Also, when he pronounces his S's and ghosts, mm-hmm. you hear like, like a little drum like, in there. Ghosts. It's like you with booths. Booths. <laughs> um, here's a little more okay. Paul Freeze. And then the one after this is alternate reality Paul Freeze. But this is still Haunted Mansion, Paul. Kindly step all the way in, please, and make room for everyone. There's no turning back now. <laughs> Your cadaverous pallor betrays pastoral fine rudy fist Take um, two from Welcome Foolish Mortals. I may as well give you another one, right? You want it. Welcome, foolish mortals, to the haunted mansion. I am your host, your ghost 
host. <laughs> Our tour begins here in this gallery. I just think it's so cool because his laugh, like yeah. that's his laugh, right? Yeah. Like I know they, they kind of play it up in the audio. They kind of like echo it a little bit, but like that was, that was his laugh. Could you imagine being married to that? <laughs> He's like, like you wake well, up in the morning and they're like, hello, darling. You're like, whoa, whoa. Incidentally, he was married <laughs> four times. So four people could, four people could were tell really you about what it was like. Paul, Paul yeah. Yeah, his marriages didn't last. One of them was from death, I think, but the other three were. Um, mm. He did have he did have kids from one of the two, one of the four wives. I wonder where his grandkids um, are now. <laughs> I don't know. I wonder if they, yeah, if they've been on haunt. I'm assuming. I mean, you can probably you can probably oh, look yeah. that up, but. Okay, so this next Paul Freeze clip is not Haunted Mansion related, and f- and for that reason, I also find it creepy because you hear like you hear his deeper voice. By the way, he's done like a thousand cartoon character voices, mm-hmm. right? Uh, but this particular voice that we know him as is like deep and brooding and serious. So it's still his voice, but what he's doing is not serious, so to speak. Yeah. So um, here's a little last bit of Mr. Paul Freeze singing. Somewhere over the rainbow, away up high. There's a land that I heard of <laughs> once in a lullaby. He's like, sh- sh- is it Sean Mullins, the, so, the lullaby? Bah, he's got a little vocal bah. fry in there. And that's what inspired the movie The Grudge. Bah. Bah. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Anyways. So that's Mr. Paul Freeze. Um, all right, should we get to our own The Hauntings of Disney Parks? Yeah, we got some cool little little stories here to share about some haunted areas. I mean, I don't know areas. if they're cool stories, but okay. They're very cool. How it's dare a spooky you. stories. Yes. Okay, do you want to go first or you want me to go first? Um, I'll talk about the legend of Mr. One Way on Space Mountain in okay. Disneyland. Okay. There are actually two versions of mr okay. one way i kept seeing again, this, this is... pop up so i'm very curious what the actual story yeah. is i was like i'm not gonna read through them because i want to be like you know when greg tells them i want to <laughs> that to be the first time i hear it so this is mr one way the most widely known version uh is highlighted in this encounter by a guest who i okay. guess is going nameless a guest waiting in line at space mountain struck up a conversation with a red-headed red-faced man who seemed a little odd because, quote, he wasn't up to date with all the recent changes Disneyland had made. Which might be more of a red flag, but Mm -hmm. I think that the main gist there was that he was having a conversation where everything he was saying was dated. The man was seated next to our guest. At the end of the ride, the guest noticed that the red-headed man had disappeared from the ride car. The guest reported it to a cast member who in turn said no one had been seated next to him. They went back and looked in the uh, camera, and there was no one seated next to him. Um, This is not the only report of the feeling or whether they were feeling like someone was next to them or someone they claim actually sat down next to them. And then by the time the ride was over, there was no one there. Creepy. It is creepy. And there's a video that i watched just before record this recording yeah that appears to show a light figure walk into an empty seat so it's, it's on the loading area of space okay. bound and you see what appears to be a, a human figure 
like get into the seat. It actually, now whether or not it's manufactured, right. I don't know, but it's very light. And if you look at it, because the first couple times I didn't see it, and then I saw it and I was like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's that's adult Mr. One Way. The other version of Mr. One Way includes some witness reports that there's a child mm-hmm. version of Mr. One Way. Mm-hmm. And it's basically the same concept as the adult. It's just that a little boy that seems to be trapped in Disneyland past. Mm-hmm. So it's like the boy never grew up. Um, there has been talk or speculation that whether it's the adults or the boy represents the ghost of a person who passed away on Space Mountain. But there's been no actual confirmed death of a male on Space Mountain. So not sure if this is just a different type of haunt or this represents a specific person, but there are several accounts of talking to someone with red hair, red face, talking on the conversation, you know, having a conversation, things seem to going well. And then by the time the ride's over, gone. They're gone. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. Mm, Creepy. All right. I'm hopping over to this story was called, and then I'm just going to go and say, I got some of my stories from hauntedoc.com, a country living article by Jessica Mattern. Um, We have an article from buzzfeed.com that I'm going to pull up and read some stuff from. And then disneyboards.com is where some of these other ones come from. But um, yeah. Okay, the first one that I have is called New Orleans and Toontown Encounters, and it was submitted by a Mike A. So I'm just going to read through this one. It says, I work custodial from tooth, and this is Disneyland, so most of mine are Disneyland. I'll tell you when it's Disney World, but this okay. is Disneyland. So obviously Toontown, we don't have that. So I worked custodial from 2002 to 2004 and had some bizarre things happen to me. One night in New Orleans, I was emptying the trash from the exit of the Haunted Mansion, right where the escalator ramp takes you up. I came the back way down the employee stairs and saw an elderly woman in an antique-looking wheelchair sitting in the hallway. I thought nothing of it and opened the door to where the trash can was. As I held the door open with my foot, tying the trash bag, I thought to myself, what was that guest doing in an employee-only hallway? The park has been closed for a while. When I turned back into the hallway, not even five seconds later, the lady was gone. I was kind of creeped out, but shrugged it off and went about my business. As the night went on, I could not stop thinking about that woman in the wheelchair. It wasn't the rental wheelchairs, it was like one that was made out of wood. I finished my shift and forgot about it. I used to hear tons of stories from coworkers about certain areas being haunted, so I would always wander around the park exploring. So clearly this person's not scared by that. Mm. Um, Disney is creepy when it's empty, so I can see why people would have stories of being watched or have strange feelings, etc. I remember sweeping the line for uh, Roger Rabbit one night, and out of the corner of my eye, I saw a man standing near me in a navy blue t-shirt and black dicky style shorts. I asked if he needed anything, and when I looked up, he was gone. I walked pretty fast all the way through the line looking for him and nobody was in there. Nobody was in there because Toontown was closed. It seemed like everyone had a haunted mansion, haunted bathroom, Tom Sawyer, or Toontown story, so I kept the strange things that happened to me to myself. Um, I felt like nobody would believe me. Anyway, so a few months later, I was talking with a woman that had worked there for a long time. Someone had committed suicide in the parking structure that summer, so we were talking about deaths in the park and possibilities of the supernatural. She told me a story about sweeping inside the haunted mansion at the bottom of the elevators after the park closed and seeing an elderly woman in a wheelchair. (laughs) When she looked up to speak to her, the room was empty. I thought to myself, no way, how familiar. I didn't tell her what had happened to me, but I had a lump in my throat and felt pretty creeped out for a long time. I was also curious about spirits and the supernatural, but wasn't sure I believed in that kind of stuff. I'm still not sure I believe um, in that stuff, but I cannot explain who those people were or where they came from. Dun, dun, dun. That's creepy. Yeah. A lady in a wheelchair. I don't know. 
I, I think what what I like about that story is that it was two different people who same appear encounter. to have witnessed the same thing. Yeah. That's what makes it yeah. extra creepy. <laughs> Ghost files. <laughs> Okay. Um, okay. I also have another Space Mountain one, but it's Disney World's Greg, Space get out Mountain. of Space Mountain already. I'm just kidding. Guys, listen, it's dark <laughs> in there. So, it's creepy. Okay. This is the account of the story that I found on our best friend, Reddit. While waiting online for Space Mountain with my two friends, there was a strange encounter with a man. Friend one is looking away and just waiting to get on the ride. Friend two and I are talking and joking. When suddenly a man grabs friend number two's shoulders and begins rubbing them and asks in a deep voice, you ready for this ride, man? (laughs) To which my friend replied, don't touch me. I don't like that. So he lifted his hands off him and turned around to meet his gaze. And he claims that when he looked into his eyes, he looked gone. And friend two turned around. I begin to laugh and ask friend two what he meant. He replied, saying he didn't want to turn around and look. When we rounded the corner, friend two looks behind himself and doesn't see him anymore. We ask friend one if she saw him, and she says she didn't. We then asked the man now behind us in line, and he said that nobody had left the line. What? To this day, we have no idea what happened. That is weird. That is weird. Because, like, why would somebody do that and then, like, walk away even? I don't know. Yes. It, mm. It's strange even for, like, a regular alive human being to yeah. do it, right? So, like, what then? What the heck? And mm. how do you, like, f- and if a shoulder, if a ghost is going to rub something, it might as well rub a shoulder, right? I mean, like, you might as well Hopefully make yourself a nice. anything else. A massage therapist, <laughs> you perv. I meant Wait at least it would be bro. constructive. Yeah. Meaning mm. at least get some tension out. Interesting. Hmm. Poltergeists are weird. Yes. Oh, man. All right. I'm going back over. We're back at Disneyland. And this one's called The Men's Room Basement Ghost. And it's submitted by Annabelle K. Which, Annabelle, man, that's a creepy name. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Okay, this says, so I work in third shift custodial. Everyone jokes around about the park being haunted, especially if you're new. I was in my first year as a third shift custodial, and I already heard all sorts of ghost stories from the other cast members, so I was afraid to work alone anywhere in the park. At this point, I hadn't had anything happen to me till this night. I'll never forget it. So I was working in Toontown, and I was assigned to work in Mickey's basement, which is below Mickey's house. There's a set of bathrooms, a break room, and a small gym. I started off by cleaning the men's bathroom and then over to the women's bathroom. As I was in the women's bathroom, I started to hear something moving around. I wasn't sure what it was. I ignored it and I continued to work. Then I started to sweep the gym and again, I heard something moving. So this time I heard it coming from the men's bathroom. So I shouted, hello? Anyone in the bathroom, in the men's bathroom? There was no response. So I took a look in the men's bathroom and nothing. No one was in there. So I continued to work. As I'm in the break room, I hear it again. Something moving around in the men's bathroom. I go look again and the trash can was in the middle of the bathroom. I just thought maybe I didn't move it back when I was cleaning, so I move it back to the side. I go back to cleaning the break room. Then I started to sweep and mop all the floors. As soon as I started to mop, there it goes again. Movement in the men's bathroom. I go to look and the trash can was moved again. This time it was the opposite side of the room. That's when I started to get scared. 
I moved it back and I was trying to rush out of there. I had already finished the bathrooms and the gym, but when I was halfway down in the break room, I hear the trash can move again. And this time I ignore it and I try to move as fast as I can. I didn't even want to be down there. I'm thinking in my head, if there's something down here, it can't hurt me. I just need to hurry. I'm almost done. And that's when I hear it right off my left shoulder, get out in the most creepiest voice. <laughs> I kind of froze. I could feel my hair standing straight up. I grabbed all my stuff and ran out of there. I didn't finish mopping. I was just so scared I didn't want to finish and I just ran out of there. Till this day, I won't step foot down there alone. After that, I had heard other stories from other cast members, cast members who had experiences down there and every story had something to do with the men's bathroom. From hearing things and seeing shadow figures, I have had other experiences in the park as well, but this one was the scariest. Mm -mm, don't be going in the men's bathroom now. <laughs> Bathrooms are, are a good a good place to be spooked because there are often so many stalls and you never really know if they're occupied or but not you know necessarily. That, you know that sound though where you're like hearing some something moving around and you're just kind of like, hello, Billy, yeah. is anyone in there? <laughs> I don't know. Just like that's the sound that I heard of when it's like, you know, when you're in a quiet bathroom and you hear something rustling yeah. around and you're like, what is that? Like, it just sounds like somebody's there. I don't know. That would creep yeah, me out. Yeah, I mean, it could be the wind, right? The air conditioning kicks on, but to actually hear After that voice... second time, like, after I moved the trash can and then I heard mm -mm. it move again, I'd be like, no, I, that's when I would have been out of there. I'm mm -mm. like, I, I would be like, sorry, I'm not cleaning the rest of it in there. Someone's going to have to come with me. Yeah, definitely not alone. I get that's the job, right? So you probably have to clean it, but that's when you're like, yeah. listen, we're, this is a two-person job now. It's no Seriously, longer I'd be me. like, you know how haunted this place is, right? Like, Sarah, <laughs> you're going to have to come with me. <laughs> No, no. What's your next one? I'm going to stay in Disney World okay. and um, hop over to a resort this time. Ooh. Um, I call this one the All-Star Spook. Okay. So this is, again, uh, an account of the encounter as told on Reddit. Okay. So it goes... My hubby and I recently took a mini vacation to Walt Disney World. We stayed at the All-Star Movies Resort. They even gave the dates um, and their room number. It was room number 2903 in the Mighty Ducks section, which, by the way, Mighty Ducks, fun times. Okay. Mm -hmm. I've stayed in that section. Um, it happens to be a handicap-accessible room. We had some issues with the shower draining into the bathroom and called the front desk. They brought up additional towels to mop up the mess and asked if we would like to change rooms. I wish now that we had taken them up on their offer. After I placed the fresh towels in the bathroom, I was standing just outside of the bathroom area speaking with my husband when I heard a noise, and he became startled as he said he could see in the reflection of the mirror behind me the shower curtain abruptly close. Okay. And it closed about five inches. So in other words, the gap in the curtain was about five inches. And she saw that gap go from five inches to zero. Bumps. That's like, it's a lot of inches. It's basically, Ooh. hey guys, am I right? Five is a lot of inches. So, um, so the curtain closed those, those five inches. Back to the story. He said it was a jerky pull on the curtain. After I regained my composure, I went in to investigate. There was no explanation as to how or why the curtain would do that. Needless to say, we were a little more than concerned. We settled back into bed after a long day at Epcot to watch a little TV and try to calm down. That is when we heard a strange knocking noise coming from the bathroom. My husband got up to look, and again, no reason he could see for the noise. But I felt we could write it off to thin walls and noisy neighbors. Mm -hmm. 
especially at the at the Valley Resort. <laughs> we finally get to sleep. I woke up around midnight to what I thought was my husband getting up to go to the bathroom. I reached over and my husband was still in bed. Oh hell no. The sound I heard was a shuffling sound on the carpet, Mm-mm, again, mm-hmm. near the bathroom. Mm-mm. About three or four steps I was able to hear. I woke up my husband and we both laid in bed and listened, but all was quiet. Somehow, we got to sleep again. Then around 3 a.m., I woke up having to use the bathroom. A lot of bathroom in this story. <laughs> As I was laying in bed, adjusting my eyes to the darkness, I heard the shuffling again, about four or five more steps. I intently listened, trying to figure out what it was and where it was coming from. It was definitely coming from the carpet near the end of the bed, near the bathroom. Needless to say, I didn't get out of bed or sleep for the rest of this night. I couldn't wait for my husband to wake up so we can get the heck out of this place. When we, when he woke up, we checked around the bed and the room for any explanation of the happenings. There was none. I have contacted Walt Disney World and the hotel regarding our eventful evening, mm-hmm. but I've not heard back from them yet. I wonder if other people have reported. It sounds like the ghost is in the bathroom. Listen, he just wanted that to, ghost. He just wanted to take a poop in. You privacy. know what that ghost was doing in the bathroom? No, I'm not going to play a sound effect. But <laughs> <laughs> that, that ghost had a little bit too much to food. Yeah. Uh, eat okay, food that more. would creep me out, and I'd be like, "We're getting a new room, tum- like now." We're getting a new hotel. Yeah, this is not yeah. not working. Especially because it's like typically, I feel like. You know, when you're in that, like, hazy, you're just falling asleep or you're just waking up, that's when, like, things start, you know, that's when you can almost, like, hear more things or see more things. I don't know. And sometimes it's tough to tell if you're awake or not, right? right? If you're in, like, that weird twilight. Yeah. But, I mean, this But if your husband already saw the shower curtain move, like, to Mm -hmm. me, I'd be like, Mm -hmm. no. Right after that, I'd be like, hey, remember when we said we'd be fine? No, we're we're immediately moving. Like, we are getting out of this room right now. And the thing is, like, you know, I, I was reading the comments on this particular post and, you know, a lot of a lot of people trying to, to poke holes in, in the story. Mm-hmm. And, may, and maybe there are some. And noises can sometimes be explained by neighbors, right? right. Sometimes a knocking sound is like water and pipes and, and whatnot. Right. Like, okay, it could be or couldn't be. But it's the, it's the shower curtain closing to, for, for yeah, me that's that like something, me something's mm-hmm. up. No. Something's up. And you know this story is, and I don't want to say old, but not current because it talks about carpeting on the floor. Now, as we all know, the um, the rooms over Wait at All Star Movies have gotten that that upgrade, the refurb yeah. to match the Pop Century style, too. where it's like that fake vinyl flooring, but it's a hard floor. It's not a, mm-hmm. not carpeting. Mm, interesting. Okay, well, room. What was it? Twenty three oh nine. Twenty nine oh three two nine zero three in the Mighty Ducks. Okay. If you want a little extra spook, next yeah. time you're at All Star Movies, request room two nine zero three. Bring your paranormal equipment. <laughs> okay i'm going what do you know back over to disneyland this one's called i'm calling it matterhorn hauntings um oh. and this is basically like the well-known story about what's happened over there this is a true story partly so this is kind of why people think it's haunted but i'm gonna tell you and this is the one i got from country living magazine so it says back in 1984 48 year old regina dolly young from california was killed on the matterhorn bobsleds ride when she fell out of her car and was fatally hit by another bobsled according to the los angeles times so this did happen since then the section where she was struck out um, on the tomorrowland side of the mountain has become known as dolly's dip 
and park employees claim she still haunts the ride. A former ride operator named Kristen, who worked at the park from 1989 to 1995, claimed that she could feel a supernatural presence while operating the Matterhorn, and that other staffers told her that they had seen a ghost while on the job. This is what she says. I worked on that ride for several years, and I never saw her, but I sure did feel her. Um, during the, her time at Magic Kingdom, staffers were required to walk the ride after it closed every day to look for lost and found items, and she always dreaded it. Every time I was unlucky enough to get a track walking shift, I had uneasy feelings like someone was watching me, she wrote. I was always convinced that it was Dolly, and so I would often say hi to her. The feeling was always the worst in the big cavern in the middle of the ride, and at Dolly's Dip, the spot where she died, the work lights in the tunnel near Dolly's Dip always seemed to be burned out. In six years, I don't think I ever saw those lights working. And sadly, hmm. this isn't the only fatal accident to ever occur on the Matterhorn. A teenage boy died after he stood up while the ride was moving and was struck in the 1960s. The park has since changed the ride seatbelts, according to the Los Angeles Times, though Disney claims that the redesign had nothing to do with the accidents. Nice. Yeah, so Dolly's Dip and Dolly is like a well-known ghost over there. So if you hear anything about Go uh, Dolly on the Matterhorn, which I'm like, that's just really sad that these people died Yeah. on the ride doing Next that. Next time you're there, remember to say, hello, Dolly, when yeah. you're there at the Matterhorn. <laughs> yes, hello, Dolly. Now that I know that, now that I'm a little creeped out by that, I've only yeah. done the Matterhorn the one time earlier this year, and we're, as you may know, because I've talked about, we're heading back in January, mm -hmm. so i got to keep an eye out for Dolly yeah. and watch for Dolly's dip. Dolly's dip. Got that big Dolly energy over there. <laughs> <laughs> Matterhorn BDE. Okay, um, I have only one left mm -hmm. for our haunting of Disney parks. This one's a little different because it starts with real people, kind of like your Dolly thing, where like actual people were affected at one point in time. Um, this one f features real people with real families and a death in the family, so no no names are in this, just because it's you know kind of personal for what's going on. But the um, Disneyland Park, so this is my my only one over there on that coast, uh, featured a show called America Sings, which occupied the space once taken up by Carousel of Progress, mm -hmm. which we know was packed up and shipped over to Disney World. It was an animatronic celebration of American music and culture. Very Disney sounding, mm -hmm. right? America Sings, all kinds of um, animatronics singing and dancing. Fine. Shortly after it opened in the mid-70s, an 18-year-old hostess cast member was caught and crushed between mm -hmm. two walls as the theater rotated. So like how Carousel of Progress would rotate. Yes. Similar, and, and a cast member was caught in there. The ride opened a couple of weeks later, and it wasn't until the ride shut down in 1988 that some say it became cursed. So you might wonder what happened to the animatronics when America Sings closed. So the attraction closed, and in typical fashion, Disney wanted to repurpose those animatronics. So I'll see if you can guess. Some of these animatronics were singing geese with feather hats and big fluffy pink skirts. Others were frogs on lily pads. <laughs> <laughs> or gators playing banjos, mm -hmm. and even a singing fox. Any Anyone want to guess where those went? Um, hmm. Space Mountain? Yeah, something <laughs> like that. No, that's where that's where the, the Mr. One-Way is, yeah. but this. Splash Mountain. Splash Mountain, yeah. So that ride opened up not, not long after that. Interesting. Yeah. 
So the legend here is that these specific animatronics have a certain siren, if you will, or a negative or haunting influence on Mm. guests that cause otherwise inexplicable behavior. There have been multiple accounts of guests leaving their boats while riding for no apparent reason. In the year 2000, an adult guest climbed out of his boat, was struck, and sadly died Uh, Upon asked, none of his friends were able to explain why he got out. Man. I feel like I did hear, I feel like I read another story too about the person who was crushed between the walls. Mm. And like that, that is a true story that did happen. And they had to like install lights and stuff there so that cast members knew where to go. I'm like, my God, it's just so awful. (laughs) I mean, you know, things obviously evolve and change over time. And that was... Not to say that they didn't have safety measures in the 70s, but imagine what's happened between the 70s and now why things are like so locked down in terms of safety. I mean, like it's it's very, very serious. Um, And then some of this kind of turned into a little bit of a joke about how um, some other inexplicable things in the attraction, like why sometimes boats sink. Or, or maybe, maybe um, more recently, while people are doing dumb things, like the guy who has been going on Splash Mountain and dipping his toe in the water and posting it on TikTok. Like, those are, these are the more modern day. Oh, gosh, don't even. Oh um, but it is, unfortunately, I it's a real thing. I did come across um, some stories about uh, Pirates of the Caribbean, too, where people had put their fingers in and, like, two guests had their the tips of their fingers sliced off. Like, one was a child and one was an adult. And it's yeah. like, that's why, like... There are real reasons why they don't want you to put your hands in the yeah, water. Don't do it. Yeah. Don't do it. And I was like, geez, where was that? Like, oh my gosh. I always, I find that it's, I mean, I don't know because I, I haven't worked that attraction, but I assume it's near like a lift or like, we yeah. know sometimes like you're, you really are like hitting the sides of the walls. Yeah. Um, because you're like bent, you're doing, you know, you're rounding a turn or something. Yeah. yeah please don't, please don't do that. Whenever please I, like, if that. I'm on the attraction and I see a guest, start to like yeah. dip their hand and i'm always like no just please put your hand well, back like, and i, I don't always like to be do reading ghost stories something? about how you're haunting whatever attraction it is we're on okay? yeah you know what well i mean maybe <laughs> a little it bit for it everyone. <laughs> it's kind of it's good content so if you're gonna do it at least come back and haunt i guess is what we're saying <laughs> at least come back be yes. a good haunt you know it's the least you could oh, do oh my gosh okay this last one that i have before i pull up um another article here that's just says morbid stories um this Ooh. one's called the legend of timmy Um, And so this was one that I kind of saw multiple things on, but this one says, have you heard the legend of Timmy? This is also in Disneyland. The story of Timmy is that a little boy loved coming to Disneyland and his favorite attraction was the Haunted Mansion. Shortly after the little boy's death, his mother scattered his ashes in the Haunted Mansion attraction. Cast members have reported seeing the ghost boy several times inside the mansion and few have refused refused to look at the wall of mirrors that are behind you as you exit the ride because they say they see, see him wearing a red jacket. Timmy has also been known to haunt other attractions in the park from time to time. Um, so this one, I read a bunch of different things about Timmy. Apparently, I don't know like which one's the, I think the original like story is that yes, his mother did actually scatter his ashes. I know, I don't know mm. if we covered this the last time, but I think we did where there was a cast member that was the first one. It was a whole story about this guy was like, I was the first one to ride as soon as I got on the ride, even the person that put me on the doom buggy was like, yes, welcome. We you yeah. are our first guest. And then they like literally saw a child, like two or three doom buggies in front of them, like reach yes. around and there was a picture of it anyway. Yep. So I think that's also like part of the, I don't know if that's part of the Timmy legend, but mm. there is a Timmy legend out there. So, um, 
I am going to share some things here. So okay. this one's just called, I can't say it because it's 16 effed up things that actually happened at Disney parks. <laughs> okay. um, and these, the only reason I bring these up is because there's ghost stories kind of around some of these. And I'm like, the reason why they have these stories is because of these things that actually happened. Gotcha. Um, so this one was actually, I don't really know if there's a ghost story around it, but I was like, holy crap. Um, and this was in 2003. So it's a derailment on Big Thunder Mountain Railroad in California causes a man to die and passengers had to sit next to the body for 20 minutes before help came. Oh. So it says one of the cars on the iconic road broke loose while filled with guests in 2003 and riders waited in a tunnel for paramedics to arrive while Marcello Torres sat dead in one of the cars. Ten other passengers were hurt. Holy moly. Yeah. Um, this one I was wondering if you had ever heard. It's a monorail caught fire at Epcot Station in 1985, forcing hmm. people to kick out windows in order to escape. And it's like a clip of the actual newspaper article. It says, supposedly Yikes. two off-duty firefighters were on board who were able to help in times of crisis. So while some people got hurt, no one died. Huh. Yeah. Um, this one is a 660-pound parade float collapsed during a parade at T- Disneyland Tokyo in 2008. Um, it was like a Buzz Lightyear float thing. And that one said no one got hurt. And then I did read this story when I was trying to find Disneyland Paris stuff. This was the only one that came up. But it says a Disneyland Paris employee was trapped under a boat when it's the It's a Small World ride turned on while he was cleaning it. Oh. It says a helicopter came to take him to a hospital late one night in October 2010 where he later died. Okay, this was the one about fingers and pirates. Okay. Um, it says, during two separate incidents, both a young boy and a man in his 40s broke the number one rule. They didn't keep their hands inside the car at all times. As a result, the boy lacerated four fingers, and the man severed the tops of two of his own. Ooh. So, yeah. Just follow the rules, everybody. Mm-hmm. There were some stories around this one. Uh, this is Disneyland's People Mover Ride was only open for a month before a teen died while trying to jump from car to car in 1967. Wow. Yeah. So this was uh, Ricky Yarmo was dragged for several hundred feet before the ride was stopped. Eek. Yeah. And I feel like there were some ghost stories around this one. This one, there are definitely ghost stories around. I don't know, like, which one's true or not, but there have been, like, some reportings of just weird things and weird feelings. And it is a teen drowned after park hours while trying to swim from Tom Sawyer Island back to the mainland. So this actually Mm -hmm. did happen. Two brothers hid on the island until closing time one evening in 1973. They tried swimming back to the main park area and the older with the younger one on his back, but the older one went under and they found his body the next morning. Oh, yikes. And so there are um, a lot of reports of just like weird feelings on the island, which I remember like feeling really weird in the caverns, but I think that's like, it's kind of meant for you to feel that uh, way. Yeah, yeah. I definitely. just remember being like, I didn't like that. It was really kind of creepy feeling. And I feel like we talked about that before, but I didn't know that like people had, I guess, died around there. But there was another story that read, they sometimes think that like they see ripples of water when there's like no, uh, no reason for it or something. I don't know. I'm like, that's just fish, but whatever. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then this one is in 1991, a girl tried to scare her cousin on Disney World's Haunted Mansion, but fell and got dragged under a car. Eek. So Kelly Ferguson was 15 when she boldly tried to jump from one car to another, but failed to nail her landing and said she got caught under one of the doom buggies and was in critical condition, but she did survive. I like how they described it as it being a bold action. Bold is a nice way to put that. Yeah. You could all you could also say irresponsible and right. dangerous. Yes. Um, this was another one where I think this is the one where some people think that they see a man riding beside the monorail. Have you read any of those stories? 
I don't think so, no. This was a man died at Disneyland while trying to sneak into the park after hours via the monorail track in 1966. Says Thomas Cleveland scaled a wall onto the track as a way to gain access into the park. When spotted by security, he bolted and his body was dragged about 40 feet down the track before Yeek. he died. So I, uh, I think I read a story where they say, like, there have been, like, sightings of someone, like, r- running beside the um, the monorail track. Wow. Yeah. Um, let me see. And then this one is a Disney World employee fell 40 feet to his death on the now defunct Fantasyland Skyway when a car pushed him off the platform. Operators turned on the ride a few minutes before park opening in February of 1999. Um, not knowing, Raymond Barlow was cleaning it. He tried to hoist himself up on a car but fell onto a flower bed. He was pronounced dead at the hospital later on. Yikes. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we've talked about this one before, I think. A boy drowned after going down a water slide at Walt Disney World's River Country Cove in 1982. Mm. This was a 14-year-old boy who was pulled out of the water when he didn't come up from his slide down, and he was pronounced dead um, once he arrived at the hospital. Yeah, here's the one. A cast member was crushed to death between the walls of Disneyland's America Sings ride in 1974. Yeah. Yikes. Yeah. So, yeah, those are just some of the stories that I came across where I was like, okay, some of these, like, Things did happen, but there haven't really been, I don't know, it's just like maybe one person's random, like, I don't know, it's been reported that this, but I haven't really talked to anyone who's had like a personal experience with it kind of thing. Well, so, yeah. you say that n- maybe nothing has happened, but what if? So many weird, spooky things have happened because of that, right? I mean, There's these are all like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, these are all kind of strange stories because mm-hmm. if you think about it. I mean, I think we all know that it, you know, it's it's real life stuff, right? It, although there is like what feels like a bubble a lot of times on property, um, still real life stuff happens, and it's super unfortunate. Some of those being accidents, and some of them could have been avoided. Yeah. Um, but if if you believe in that kind of thing, that you know, if if a life was taken there, mm-hmm. and that allows an opportunity for some haunting, there's there's a good chance that you might actually get some real haunting I there mean, because of some people who died untimely. I guess if on, your soul is stuck in Disneyland, Disneyland, it's not the worst place to be stuck. I don't or know. is it? I mean, <laughs> right, right. if you can never go anywhere, how many times do you have to hear it's a small world? I mean, I, I wouldn't mind in the in the beginning. It's but a after world a while. of laughter, a world of pain. I'm just kidding. Oh, gosh. <laughs> That's the spooky version. Well, anyway, um, thanks for... Wow. Uh, indulging us mm-hmm. as we talked about some haunting of Disney parks. Egg. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. Back in time with some I love that we Disney just had a really history. dark segment. We're like, yes. "All right. <laughs> here we go, everybody. Join us." Lord. All right, I actually have two for mine because both of oh. these happened. This So this is like a big week in Disney history. Yeah. Uh, the first one is in 1971. This was day one of Walt Disney World's three-day grand opening celebration. So obviously the park opened on October 1st, but they did like a whole three-day celebration thing. Um, like Sunday, I guess, was day one, but this was like the week that they did those. Um, they had like all kinds of stuff going on. It says the Magic Kingdom had been open since October 1st. We said that celebrities, including Rock Hudson... Robert Stack, Walter Brennan, Sebastian Cabot, Fred McMurray, and Annette Fucinello arrived in Orlando. Funicello, how Funicello, dare you? sorry. Um, arrived in Florida aboard a charter jet at McCoy Jetport. I don't know who any of those other people are. Is that bad? <laughs> Nearly 40,000 guests jammed their Magic Kingdom on this Saturday to mingle among Hollywood royalty. 
That evening, the World Symphony Orchestra, under, under the direction of conductor Arthur Fel, Feidler, Fel, Fedler? I don't know. I don't know that one. Uh, performs in the forecourt of Cinderella Castle to 2,500 invited guests in black tie and elegant gowns. That's what I would have loved to do. Oh. Yeah, they had all kinds of stuff going on. I won't read through it because it's kind of long, but that was 1971. And then this week in 1982, at Disney World's new Epcot Center, the first World Showcase evening show, Carnival de Lumière debuts, premiering oh. on the date of World Showcase's official dedication. Celebrates world festivals with fountains, films, music, and other special effects. They had uh, they, they they did a bunch of stuff here. It says the night before the park official dedication, Disney's television series aired the episode Epcot Center. The opening celebration was hosted by Danny Kay, the pro, which we um, we talked about that last week. The program also features actress Drew Barrymore, singer guitarist Roy Clark, author Alex Haley, singer actress Mary Osmond, newsman Eric, I don't know how you say that, and space traveler Alan Shepard. <laughs> so anyway, big week, everybody. Big week, yeah. Part of the clips I, I played from the Danny K special, there were some Drew Barrymore stuff, but I wound up not keeping yeah. it. Um, what, what was the name of the uh, nighttime show? Uh, premiere of the date of the World Showcase's official dedication. Oh, sorry. Um, it was called Carnival de Lumiere. Which is interesting because Beauty and the Beast, like our Disney Renaissance, like now classic animated version, Beauty and the Beast, wasn't out that year. Huh. So must so they're maybe just using the French word because it's a it's a yeah, French it's word, a French right? Word, so it, yeah, yeah. But it's interesting that later on in life we got a character named mm-hmm. Lumiere. 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 Okay. Um, my action, my uh, history item is also in Epcot, um, and this is over in the Land Pavilion. This week in 1993, the Broccoli and Company shop in the Land closed. If you mm. don't remember it. You might um, understand where it was located by because of the name, Mister, because of the name, the Broccoli and Company. Yeah. Um, this was uh, originally opened. <laughs> this uh, shop opened in December of 1982, so just a few months after the park opened, and was located between the food court and kitchen cabaret, which eventually became Food Rocks, which eventually is now Soren. Which we all know how it amazing featured... it was. <laughs> yeah. It featured hydroponic plants and kitchen cabaret merchandise. Mm. At the time, you could buy a stuffed Mr. Banana for $6, which sounds like inexpensive. But then there was also a Mr. Broccoli, which cost $20. Oh, gosh. Which that's that's like how much plush costs now. So maybe it was a four foot tall one. I have no idea. Yikes. Um, And there was a Mr. Eggplant, which cost $22, and it didn't come with batteries. You wouldn't be able to sell Um, that now. It'd It'd be inappropriate. Wildly inappropriate. So, Did I tell you about this, that I had to explain what that meant to my friends? Like the emoji? Yes. Oh, they had God. no idea. I was like, guys, are you kidding me? <laughs> Some of them were texting about it last week. They were like, I'm still scarred for life. I'm like, y'all, get it together. <laughs> How do you not know? How do you not know? Um, as always, I have a quote coming your way to end our episode. Uh, but before we get there, if you like what you heard today, please feel free to like, subscribe, Head over to iTunes and leave us a review over there. It just helps us become more visible in the podcast community. Mm-hmm. If you want to follow us on Instagram, our show account is at That Park Life Podcast. My personal account is at The Disney Greg. And I'm at The Real Beth McDonald. If you'd like access to our bonus episodes, which mm-hmm. we release weekly on Patreon, you'll find a link to support us there. Usually we talk about more of what's going on in our lives. Mm-hmm. 
Um, last week, I got to tell a story about how I was in the same room as Walt's apprentice. Yeah. So if you want to hear more about that, that's Sometimes where I you can do that. Sometimes we spilled the tea, but you know, it's fine. We, we spilled it up. a little tea last week. Oops. Also, before um, we wrap it up, too, uh, before yeah. we finish wrapping this up, we want to thank everybody for um, those who responded to our inquiry about feedback on the podcast. Yeah. Um, we did more of a shout out on our Patreon, but we just wanted to say thank you to everybody here as well for giving us that great feedback. Yes. And if you haven't yet done so, I will place a link to our very quick and easy anonymous survey in this episode description. So you can find a link right there. Okay. Um, a quote for you from a Halloween slash Christmas movie. I don't know if you've heard of it. It's called The Nightmare Before Christmas. <laughs> I feel like that's something you might enjoy. Um, Boogies, boys! <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. This is from the one and only Jack Skellington. Quote, just because I cannot see it doesn't mean I can't believe it. And I'm sure I'm supposed to be singing that, but here I am just talking it. It's a Anyways. Oh, is it about Santa or is it about Christmas. ghosts? That's true. <laughs> what a way All right, everybody. With that, we'll we'll leave you alone. We'll stop haunting you. That's right. And uh, we'll talk to you soon. Thanks, everybody. All right. We'll see you next week. Happy Halloween!